0: parts hey this is cam and this is mal and this is their eyes are watching tv the tv and film podcast
1: this week we are talking about the horror ish comedic film the blackening so if you have not watched and you're concerned about spoilers uh go ahead and do that and then come back to the pod
0: Yes, The Blackening. It came out in 2022. So we are a little a little late to the party, but who cares? We are featuring this black horror comedy. Why don't they have like a mashup for that? Horror comedy.
1: <laughs> Definitely not comor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's even worse um
0: <laughs> maybe that's why no one can figure out a quippy little uh,
1: mashup with the two
0: yeah i feel like there's just always called spoofs i guess hmm. yeah yeah fair 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 well this one is a bit of a spoof it uh harkens back to its cinematic ancestors uh scary movie there's a little bit of scream in there some saw references Get Out, Cabin in the Woods, I think even a Little Squid Games wrapped up in there. Hmm. But uh the movie is based on a Comedy Central short uh movie trailer that came out in 2018. So the original short film was by the comedy trio Three Pete, featuring Dwayne Perkins, who also happens to be in The Blackening. He plays the white. Dwayne, yes. <laughs> <laughs> he uh yeah, shares the same name as his character. Huh. But this film features a bunch of black uh actors who you've probably seen, but you may not know their names. They have all been in very notable things over the last couple of years. We have Grace Byers, who plays Allison. You might know her from Empire or most recently Harlem. Antoinette Robertson plays Lisa, and she's from Dear White People, the TV show, not the movie. We've got Melvin Gregg, who plays King, House Party, recently, in House Party, and Ah, some Some may know him from Snowfall as well. Singwa Walls plays Namdi, and he, of course, is very well known for Power and the most recent iteration of White Men Can't Jump.
1: And playing Don Cornelius.
0: Sure, yes. <laughs> I freaked out about that. <laughs>
1: that that short-lived show. I feel like that's when I first saw him, but I was like, whoa, who is that? So oh. Don Cornelius was looking like. Oh. I mean, yes. no, no
0: shade, but you were not a power fan. Uh oh no. Also in this is Yvonne Orgy. Very briefly. She plays Morgan. Of course, we all know her from Insecure. Jermaine Fowler plays Clifton. He is from Sorry to Bother You and also Coming to America, the oh, most recent one. Yes. And then lastly, we've got Jay Farrow, who is also briefly in it, who plays Sean. And I mean, I really only know him from SNL. I don't. Has he been in a movie?
1: <laughs> I'm sure I he I can think
0: of. Um, but... Yeah, I'm
1: sure he has. But yeah, SNL. And he's like a
0: really good impressionist. Mm hmm. So the movie has a lovely cold opener, reminding us of uh, the movie Scream, where we see that Morgan, played by Yvonne Orji, and Sean, played by Jay Pharoah, they arrive at this cabin for a Juneteenth weekend celebration with their old college friends. They are there early. And so we see them go kind of explore the house, and they wind up in this kind of basement game room where they happen upon this really um racist uh game that features in the middle a blackface caricature and all the there's a couple of game pieces that seem to be um based on racial stereotypes and the the game starts talking to them the lights go out and they're kind of like trapped in the room and for some reason they're a little scared but they seem very willing to to play the game (laughs) and i mean i guess the voice from the game does demand and basically the game is kind of like black card revoked you have to answer trivia um about black culture and the question that it asks is which horror films did not have black characters that died and they incorrectly sean incorrectly says omar epps and jada pinkett smith from scream 2 we all know they are part of the cold opener, and they both die.
1: <laughs> right, like you only needed to watch like ten minutes of that movie. <laughs> I don't know how he got that wrong.
0: Right, and it kind of parallels what's happening in this one, where mm-hmm. he guesses incorrectly, and suddenly he's shot in the neck out of nowhere, and as with with a with an arrow, not yes, a, yeah. with an arrow, not a gun, not yeah. a gun. with a crossbow (laughs) (laughs) and as he is dying he tells Morgan "Uh, run nigga (laughs) (laughs) and we see that she does try to run but she gets caught by this like ominous figure and then the title comes across the screen the blackening So
1: he's saying run because he can see the like ominous figure behind her yes but she can't she has no idea he's there
0: right so that's the opening next we get thrown into the other friends who are showing up to the cabin for the weekend and we've got lisa allison and Dwayne all in a car together and they start to discuss kind of everybody who's coming that weekend and they bring up namdi who is lisa's ex-boyfriend and apparently all these people are friends of college. Lisa and Nnamdi had a bad breakup. He was cheating on her all the time. And Dwayne, who was one of her, like, I guess, best friends, he doesn't want to hear it. He is not a fan of Namdi. He is team Lisa. He will never forgive him for all the terrible things. <laughs> I mean, like a good best friend should. Absolutely you know which is why you should be careful
1: if you if there's a chance you're not going to break up with this person don't tell your friends and your family everything because we're always going to hold more of a grudge than you will
0: very true but also confide in your friends <laughs> <laughs> lean on your friends you don't like <laughs> shelter yourself too much in an abusive relationship
1: oh well, well yes nah that's not what i mean but And I guess also, this has been some time. These are like college friends. I'm guessing this is at least like a decade later. So Mm -hmm. Dwayne is probably still holding on to things from at least like five or more
0: years ago. Correct. Correct. But basically, Lisa's like, yeah, F Nnamdi, you know, whatever, whatever. And so also in route is Shanika, who is another friend. And she stops at kind of this ominous or really seemingly prejudiced little gas station on her way they never say where this cabin is but it's obviously in the mountains and the boonies predominantly white area and while she's in this gas station of the boonies she runs into clifton one of their other friends from college and she's like what whoa what what are you doing here (laughs) what are you doing here and uh clifton claims he's there for the Juneteenth weekend as well, and she's kind of like, well, who would invited you? But okay, <laughs> all right, and, and no one
1: can like ever remember his name
0: either. <laughs> They're like, uh, hey, Carlton. <laughs> yes, and he's very clearly like your stereotypical nerd. He's got glasses. He's dressed <laughs> like, um, I don't know, your average IT, you know salesman (laughs) he's i feel like he was a very like unreal
1: character like he was dressed like somebody from like revenge of the nerds like just like a very (laughs) stereotypical nerd that you would have seen in like the 80s or 90s like no one really or very few people actually would ever look like this
0: yes like he had kind of this weird thing going on with his mouth and i was like okay they're really This is very over the top. I know plenty of (laughs) black nerds, and they don't—they don't look or act like this, right? Right. (laughs) Um, Even to how he said uh, his car, he was referring to a Hyundai. (laughs) He kept saying (laughs) Hyundai. Oh, (laughs) Hyundai. (laughs) I didn't even catch that. (laughs) Because she made him repeat it, she said, "A what? A Hyundai." So they're in this store together, and the clerk at the front is kind of, you know, watching them, following them in the store, doing kind of the the thing he should not be doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he should be grateful for patrons, because they don't seem like they get that many. Um, yeah. And so they're kind of weirded out by that, but they don't think anything of it, and then they leave. And then the next scene, once Lisa, Allison, and Dwayne get there. They run into King, their other friend. And he is there with Ranger White, who is a a park ranger or a sheriff? Park ranger, yeah. Ranger White. Exactly. Ranger White. (laughs) Well, I was like,
1: you're like, is he a park ranger or sheriff? (laughs) Ranger.
0: (laughs) True. True, true, true. But
1: also, yeah, the white part, I think, was intentional
0: as well. (laughs) Right. And he's obviously this white man who was questioning uh this black man and like his presence like what are you doing here he's asking him to show documentation like he doesn't believe that he's meant to be there and you know obviously all the worst things and so they basically talk him down like we got the papers everybody's name on it like get out of here kick rocks so once everything's settled Namdi shows up and Dwayne is giving him the very cold shoulder and we find out that all these friends have not seen each other in about 10 years. Namdi apparently doesn't know King, who is like one of his good friends' wife. <laughs> they don't seem to like have gone to homecoming oh, together or really see each other in the last 10 years, which I thought was kind of strange. I didn't even think
1: about that, right? Like, did you not go to King's wedding?
0: <laughs> apparently not. <laughs> because he didn't really know his wife. And right. He was, that's a good point. Yeah, like they just didn't seem all that close to me. Right um especially when like no one knew for sure if clifton was invited or how he got there like that should have been red flag number one like who invited this crazy because
1: at first i was like do y'all actually even remember him or y'all just pretending to be nice but then (sighs) i was like okay they do like they do actually recognize him
0: so okay not completely as off as i thought right but it's still like should have set off a little more red flags that he was there. I mean, I guess yeah. he did. He claimed that Morgan invited him. Yeah. And at this point, they hadn't seen Morgan. I think they claimed they had gotten text messages saying that they had left the house and they wouldn't be back until later on that evening. Mm-hmm. So they weren't surprised when they got there and Morgan and Sean weren't there. King and Namdi are talking. King reveals that he's married to an ethnic white woman. <laughs> 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 She's Armenian. And Namdi kind of uh what do you call it? Teases him for that. And we find out that Namdi is dating this new woman, and he says it's going very well. And lo and behold, that woman is Lisa. Him and Lisa have secretly gotten back together and have been dating for months, much to um Dwayne's shock because he does not know yet. She has been hiding it from him. Mm-hmm. And so they kind of sneak away, steal a couple kisses, get it in real quick. And once Shanika and Clifton arrive to the house, you know, everybody starts partying. They start turning it up. And of course, kind of the first thing Black people love to do when they get together is play spades.
1: (laughs) Wait, I'm sorry. Can we go back to when Shanika and Clifton walk in? Mm -hmm. Because the way everybody finds out about Lisa and Namdi is Lisa runs up to hug Shanika and she's like... She, oh yeah she calls her out for smelling like dick and then <laughs> every she's like you smell like you've been fucking and then Namdi comes down and then everyone's like oh like this and King's like this is the woman you were talking about and then obviously Dwayne is pissed but he's high on Molly so <laughs> it's kind of like short-lived he can't really sit with his anger
0: right so secret's out everybody knows now And uh, they start drinking, playing games, doing drugs kind of deal. And this entire time as they're like in this house walking through, you start to see like this shadowy figure who's always in the corner or the background. If they're walking into a room, this person is walking out. And so it's like the whole time they aren't really like catching the vibes that like weird stuff is happening. Mm -hmm. Um, All the rooms in the house are unlocked except for one. And, I mean that's kind of typical, I would say maybe for an Airbnb. If like there's like a master closet or something that's locked, so um, maybe not.
1: But, it's Like, huh? you know, I just had a really bad experience with like Airbnb and like a bedroom closet that was locked, and she tried to claim I broke the lock. Which, like, <laughs> girl, why would I give a fuck? What was in your closet? So that was just a bit triggering. But continue.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Never using Airbnb again. Fuck them. <laughs> all right strong feelings um don't blame you <laughs> so this one room's unlocked but they're not too weirded out by it but at some point point, in in the process of them like hanging out the lights go off and they start flickering and so everybody's trying to figure out where the fuse box is and they're trying to find it come to find out all the rooms are now suddenly locked except for that one door that was locked and it has a sign on it that says game room And so they go in there and the lights suddenly come on, the door slams, and then they're locked in the room. And all of a sudden that game is back, the blackening, and it basically forces them to play by telling them they have to play this game if they want to save Morgan. And there's a little old box TV in the room and it flashes an image of Morgan tied up somewhere. Uh, They're assuming the basement. And so... The game is they have to answer these trivia questions about African-American culture and basically prove prove their Blackness. It's really like a Black Card Revoked type uh, game for them. And they're doing pretty good, honestly. They're getting through all the questions, and the one that trips them up is a question about name all of the Black actors who guest starred on Friends. And they are, like, racking their brain. Honestly, they're coming up with, like, great answers. Or I think it, I think they said name all five black actors they, they said name five actors black actors who were on friends gotcha and so they they actually get all five <laughs> and once they submit <laughs> their answer the game says wrong <laughs> the correct answer was i don't know i didn't watch that shit i watched living single <laughs> and i was like oh shit because i was sitting
1: up there trying to name them i had got up to four and i was like oh damn <laughs>
0: So they see Morgan come on the screen again, and this shadowy figure shows up and tries to attack her, and she tries to run, but they see that she gets caught. Once that happens, they see what happens with Morgan. The door to the room unlocks, and so they are all, I think, actually, I think they refuse to play the game. They refuse to keep playing the game because they see that their friend got caught, so they were like, F it. And the game is like, well, you don't want to play, so I'm going to kill y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to have, like, a little bit of time. I'm going to open this door. And then, like, it's everybody for themselves. And so they try to, like, run to their cars. They see that the cars. All the tires are flat. And then they're trying to go to the basement to save uh, Morgan and King, who apparently is, like, a former, I don't know, thug, gangster, whatever, has a gun on him. <laughs> And so the basement door is locked. So he, you know, says he'll shoot off the lock and then proceeds to, like, not shoot off said lock. (laughs) And the whole time they think Morgan is on the other side of the door trying to get out, which is even more crazy that you would choose to shoot a lock off while your friend (laughs) is on the other side.
1: I don't even think they were really like Morgan, like move to the side or, you know, like something like just start shooting
0: I think he did give a warning like Morgan step back,
1: <laughs> but, but then, even if you move back, you the right. bullet still
0: keeps going exactly <laughs> and so they open the door and instead of Morgan coming through, it's this like person in blackface, like a blackface mask who like with a crossbow starts charging towards them. he shoots King once King pulls out <laughs> the crossbow. <laughs> or the arrow, and then he gets shot again in the same place. And at some point they all end up back in the game room, running from this person who's chasing them with a crossbow. And I think that's when they're back in the room and the game says, you have to sacrifice the blackest person or the blackest one of you, if you all want to survive. So then it's this back and forth of them trying to prove they are the least (laughs) (laughs) blackest of one another um they say obviously like the first person should be Namdi, like he's from the motherland he's the blackest of us all and he's like i'm from compton like no my parents (laughs) my parents are african i am african-american and then i think one of my favorites was um (laughs) when duane who's obviously the gay friend um he was like, You can't kill me because I'm the gayest, and or I'm gay. And he was like, just like my family said, gayness is whiteness wrapped up with a bunch of dicks, and today <laughs> I agree. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: oh, I love that line was also in the short film. Yes. So this- and I liked the actor in that one after he said it, he <laughs> made it like he was like throwing
0: dicks at everybody.
1: He was like, catch it, catch it, catch it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And then they hilariously tried to accuse um, Allison's character, who is biracial. And she was like, how? How am I? <laughs> <laughs> My daddy is white with a... <laughs> <laughs> okay. There's no way I'm the Blackest.
1: They were like... Because what? she's like the most, like I don't know, politically active or <laughs> like, whatever. Yes. Like, had a Rosa Parks hoodie on.
0: Oh, right. And so... Basically, you know, Dwayne is like, you know, this is not what the ancestors would want. They would not want us like fighting over, you know, trying to abandon our Blackness to survive. And they really end up picking Clifton because Clifton admits to voting for Trump twice. (laughs) And so everybody's like, okay, you got to go. (laughs) You have got to go. Even though you are not the Blackest, you need to get up out of (laughs) here. And so they send Maga Clifton out to uh, basically be slaughtered. And we see him on the security footage. He goes outside. He runs into that mass figure. He shoots him with a crossbow. We see him fall down and kind of get dragged out of the camera's view. And so everybody just assumes like, oh, he did. Um, And I think before Clifton leaves, (laughs) he's like, this is what the game wanted us to do. Turn each other against one another and be animals. And congratulations, you did it. And then he gives an all lives matter sign off.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I kind of felt bad for him earlier because I was just like, well, obviously like he's like no one's close to him. So it's kind of like, yeah, of course you're going to pick the person like you're least close to. Um, And then earlier, I think you had mentioned like when they got there, they started playing spades and stuff Mm -hmm. and he had asked if somebody could teach him because he didn't know how to play. (laughs) And King was like, nah, we don't have time for that this weekend. This is serious. And I was like, aren't y'all here for like two or three days just to like drink, shoot the breeze, hang out in this cabin? And you don't have half an hour to teach somebody how to play spades? Like that's, I thought that was fucked up.
0: But that is literally what Black people do. (laughs) As someone... (laughs) who did not learn how to play spades until probably their 30s for that very reason black people would not teach you like they act like it is like the hardest game known to man like it's pretty easy like once i found out how to play it i was like this is so stupid like y'all have been like gatekeeping this game (laughs) it's not even that fun (laughs) like Okay, woo, woo. It's Now not. that's that's y'all that's y- y'all hype it up. It's the trash spades talk. Spades is fun as fuck. It's the trash talk that makes the game fun. The game itself is regular, regular, schmegular. Like,
1: wow, oh, now this is giving anti black. <laughs> I have, <laughs> I have a spades like app on my phone, and you can just. <laughs> Spades against the computer, like that's how Also, I do it so I can practice because I don't get to play it that often. So I'm like, once I'm in front of like, you know, playing with real people, I'm not about to embarrass myself. I gotta keep my spades hand strong. So I <laughs> play it on my phone. But I agree, it's not very hard to learn, and I think I like playing it. I like winning, but like, I I don't get. I like having a partner who doesn't get all hyped up because then that makes me have anxiety, and then I'm gonna fuck up. But if I I have a partner who's just like, yeah, like, you know, let's just, let's do it. I'm good. So for me, I have no problem teaching somebody how to play because I want other people to like get into it as well. Well, you
0: are a rare black because
1: (laughs) the vast majority don't want (laughs) to teach people. (laughs) (laughs) But when they, when King denied and everybody was like, nah, I'm sorry, we can't do it. I I wrote a note and I said, that's why he going (laughs) to kill (laughs) y'all. Like don't be like leaving people out like that. Like that's like y'all got shit better to do. Like yeah, that that was fucked up. That's bullshit. Like if you're listening,
0: teach people how to play spades. They don't how to play spades. (laughs) Exactly. Stop gatekeeping. Well, nowadays, I mean, you could literally Google, but there was a time that you could download that. (laughs)
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Very true. So you you had to rely on people to teach you. So. Use the internet, friends. (laughs) I have no one.
1: Once we get toward the end of the film, I have a story about the first time I played Spades, but continue.
0: Okay. Did you renege?
1: (laughs) You did. Okay, well, fuck, we're here now. So yeah, (laughs) I did this. It was like the scholarship I had. So like all the like people with the scholarship from different schools across North Carolina, like did this little whatever summer trip. So some people taught me how to play space. I was playing with a girl who went, my friend from UNC, a guy from North Carolina Central. And I forgot where the other person was from. And so I put down, I I just learned, like they just taught me. And I put down a card and they were like, you reneged. And I got so mad. I was like, no, I didn't. Because I don't think I fully knew what it meant. I I was like, this is like when I was like 18, 19. And I was like, no, I didn't. And I got and like for years, I was like that big head boy from Central who tried to say I reneged. Like I hated him. I was so mad. And I got up from the table and I was like, man, I didn't say fuck y'all, but that's what I was thinking in my head. And I just remember my friend from UNC was like, Valerie, like, like call me back. <laughs> but yes, I understand the anger when you don't understand what you're doing and somebody says you reneged because it, it does take a while to like, not, not a while. But it takes you a few times playing to, like, kind of, I guess, grasp that. Yeah. So I was
0: furious, but in hindsight, I probably did we nigg and just didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Honestly, I'm impressed by people that track that kind of thing. Cause I'm like, y'all be watching, boy. Cause I don't, <laughs> y'all be paying, I be concentrating, trying to win. I feel Not like a lot of other people.
1: <laughs> I feel like a lot of times I'll be like, oh, okay, so y'all out of clubs. Okay, got it. Like, as kind of like a way to remember and say it to my partner
0: mm. okay the, the crosstalk. all right but I feel <laughs> like it's
1: just out in some places but I feel like but you see like what the like what they're putting down is public I feel like as long as you're not talking about your hand I don't think that's out of order maybe if, if I'm wrong y'all let me know but I feel like with all the trash talk I, to me that's part of trash talk I'm like okay I bet I see you put down no more hearts like to me, that's like trash talk because I'm not telling you what I have in my hand. I'm not sharing anything with my partner. I'm going off of what you have put down for everyone to see. You know what I'm saying?
0: That's fair. That's fair. Hmm.
1: God, I want to play spades right now.
0: Well, you better fire up that up. <laughs> <laughs> ah, moving on <laughs> back to the film. <laughs> Uh, where were we? Clifton has been killed. Everybody's kind of like running crazy, and I think the voice tells them that, you know, you've got 3 minutes before I'm going to open all the unlocked or the locked doors in the house, and basically it's like every man for himself. So they all start like collecting weapons to help like fend themselves. So we've got somebody with a giant candlestick, a meat tenderizer, <laughs> a rolling pin, uh, apparently there weren't many knives because only one person had a knife. And um my girl Shanika had drugs. <laughs> oh right. And did you notice Shanika took her purse with her? <laughs> Everywhere <laughs> she went. It's like as you should. <laughs> I thought that was like such an old black woman thing. Was, like such an auntie move.
1: <laughs> it made me think of like when Aretha Franklin went to go take that yeah. picture from the s- step and repeat. And set her
0: little purse down <laughs> or not even that aretha was known for taking her purse on stage because she would get paid before she got up there she <laughs> didn't want nobody else to carry her money that's how she kept an eye on it <laughs> and i don't blame her i don't need the child <laughs> so um so yeah they are getting ready to to fight the good fight and allison suggests like hey guys they can't kill us all so (laughs) maybe we should split up (laughs) which
1: Which is is like
0: like, always a no-no in horror uh, films like you don't go off on your own you stay together safety in numbers
1: (laughs) And that was like the worst idea and it was like so I think some people wanted they were like I feel like we have a better chance in the house and other people were like oh we have a better chance out I mean, I guess it was split evenly, so they couldn't really have taken a vote, but there's no way I would have split up.
0: Yeah, no. I'd probably go with the the men, whoever looks the biggest and buffest. Wow. Okay, come on, patriarchy. Girl, I'm trying to be protected, okay? <laughs> Sacrifice yourself. Although we do see later that uh, <laughs> right. Namdi. I was
1: about that's... to say, that the men ain't even do
0: nothing. True. <laughs> True. All the women. Yeah. And so... During the course of this, um, King obviously has his injury from getting shot. And while trying to help King, somehow Allison stabs herself (laughs) with the bow (laughs) that she pulled from him. I genuinely have no idea how that happened. (laughs) But Shanika with her purse and her, like, plethora of drugs, she gives Allison what she thinks are painkillers. And it's actually Adderall. She does give King (laughs) painkillers. and. Uh Allison basically kind of starts tripping. The Adderall is what causes her to come up with this idea for them to split up. And her, Shanika, and King all go into the woods. Everybody else stays in the house. And what I thought was funny is, like, as they were splitting up and saying goodbye, um, <laughs> instead of kind of, like, your stereotypical, like, I would assume, like, the color purple goodbye <laughs> in this moment. Really? I feel like that's usually what people do, but they took it a different direction, and they they had a set it off goodbye. Oh, yeah, <laughs> singing one of the very sad songs that plays <laughs> as um kind of the rolling credits, and it's uh, "You Are My Sister, You Are My Pride." Only God may know why, and they changed it. They said, "Still, I will survive." <laughs> mm. Oh, so I thought that was kind of a little cute nod to a cult hood classic. And then I also loved, um, later on as well, they used, like, a Sister Act reference to also motivate them. <laughs> where Shanique was like, if you want to be somebody and you want to go somewhere, you better wake up and pay attention. <laughs> oh, shit. I didn't even catch that. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of my faves. So we've kind of got action happening simultaneously. The wood people are trying to get away. Allison's really high on Adderall, so she doesn't want to move. (laughs) She just wants to stay in one place. And they decide to leave her. King and Shanika keep going. There's like this pond that Shanika's like, I'm going to swim across and get to the other side. While she's doing that, the masked figure shows up and tries to shoot her with the crossbow while she's swimming king at this point is in a tree above the bass dude so he jumps down on him and like tries to fight him he's not very successful because he's injured and out of nowhere um adderall allison shows up (laughs) (laughs) and honestly does her thing and like beats his ass (laughs) she like goes rambo we see her like (laughs) we see her kind of hearing the scuffle in the distance and she like rubs mud across her face like rambo and then she shows up doing some like kung fu moves and like whoops his ass does a great job saves the day
1: kills him because she she had those um oh yeah the crossbow uh, arrows arrows like yeah using them like wolverine like (laughs) hands Yep. But then I will say so Shanika um swam back which also loved breaking stereotypes that she could swim across. <laughs> yes. Cuz if I got to that lake I would have been like, "Oh, I hope it's shallow. <laughs> <laughs> I can't swim." But Shanika's like, "Are you sure he's dead?" And I think Alan's is like, oh yeah, definitely." I hate this in movies. I'm like, if that was me, I would have done a few more stabs. Just oh, absolutely. Di- directly yeah. into the neck. Because typically, whenever you're like, oh, yeah, he's dead. They always know they're not. Right. But they ended up being lucky this time.
0: Yes, this time. So they've killed this dude. They unmask him. And it is, lo and behold, the store clerk from the gas station that Shanika and Clifton were at. And so they're like, okay, we're good. You know, we done killed them, whatever, whatever. And then at the same time, we cut to Dwayne, Lisa, and Namdi, who are in the house, but I think at some point they end up outside. And they run into Ranger White. And, of course, they're both like, whoa, what are you doing here? They think he is one of the killers, so they don't trust him. And he's saying, you know, I noticed some suspicious stuff. I came to, like, check up on you guys. Like, trust me, trust me i'm trying to help you so he has his car they get into it and he hears the noise and he's like let me go investigate so they're like oh fuck (laughs) so they're waiting in the car for him to come back and they're not sure if they could trust him they find one of those masks that the the killer is wearing and they're like oh shit like he's with him um so he comes back they don't believe him. They've locked the doors to the car. They won't let him in. And then next thing you know, he's getting shot. He's killed. And they're like, "Crap." So he now, actually
1: was telling the truth.
0: <laughs> he was telling <laughs> the truth. And I think they even say like once they start to maybe think he can help them, they're like, "I've never been so happy to see a white savior." <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and so from that, we realize that there is more than one killer because obviously Allison killed one, but somebody just killed Ranger White. Who killed Ranger White? <laughs> and so they run into the house, and before they get in, <laughs> um the the killer is like <laughs> shooting arrows at them. <laughs> and they kind of get split. It's Lisa, and Namdi, and then Dwayne's still at the car. And Dwayne's like, save yourself, <laughs> like trying to be <laughs> the hero. And they're both like, okay (laughs) so they turn and run and leave him there and he's like damn i was just kidding (laughs) like i was trying to really leave me (laughs) it was so damn funny (laughs) (laughs) and so they run into the house they hide in this like air vent and so they see the killer like coming up the stairs and he kind of passes them by and then we start hearing music playing um what's my girl's name and rice is what comes in mind. Oh, like, I
1: can't thing? stand the rain. Wait, yes. not Anne Rice. Nesby, <laughs> interview with the vampire, Peebles and Peebles.
0: Mm. So the Anne Peebles version of "I Can't Stand the Rain," which was playing at the beginning when the movie opened, that starts playing. The killer goes downstairs, and next thing you know, Dwayne pops up. He's okay. He's basically <laughs> like, "Fuck y'all for leaving me. <laughs> <laughs> Let me in there." <laughs> So all three of them are now in this air duct, waiting <laughs> out the killer. I was going to ask you, do you think Dwayne started playing the music? Yeah. To... Okay. Yeah, I think he did it to like,
1: yeah. I was like, that's that was a bold move, though. Because I'm like, I wonder, like, after he hit play, where he went to run and hide, so then
0: he could run upstairs to like. Right. Or my thought was, why didn't you get the keys from Ranger White? and drive away in his car <laughs> versus running back into the house oh shit
1: i because when they were in the car and ranger white got shot i was like y'all just drive off and i was like oh shit he probably has the keys but yes i didn't think about that after the killer went inside the house then yeah he could have i guess drove off for help
0: yes yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was a uh, that was not very black of him
0: yeah, so at some point they all get out of this air duct and they're able to like attack the killer. I believe now at this point, Allison, Shanika, and King are all back. And what? Well, the killer like
1: popped up. Oh no, no! What happened was the ki- they he, the killer had turned all the signal off. Him. Oh well,
0: yeah. yeah. Well,
1: yeah the killer turned the signal off so they had like no cell phone service and he couldn't figure out where they were so he turned the signal back on and then all of a sudden they were getting all these notifications on their phones which i was like i guess maybe you weren't thinking about it but i feel like at some point i would have put my
0: phone on silent even if you i wasn't Tell no, you wouldn't oh, if, if you I- were if you were fighting for your life you would not be thinking about putting- i feel like once and I- especially like they they figured out they couldn't use their phones like They realized that something was blocking it, but. Yeah. But once I got in that air duct and all, I was just waiting. No,
1: Cam, really. I think I would (laughs) have. I'd be be turning my phone off and turning the volume down. when we get on here when I'm at work? Like it's, I I do it a lot. Like even I go in the store sometimes because I don't want my loud ass ringer going off. So I really think I would have thought about that in the air duct just in case. Because even when we don't have signal, sometimes like, some little notifications be getting through somehow. Like I'll have my shit on airplane mode on a plane and I'll get notifications. So I would have put that
0: shit on silent. That's all I'm saying. Well, it, you would have been one of three people who turned it on, but you still would have been found out because other people around you probably would not. Right.
1: Cause I've, I've, I I would have been up there with you, you and you would have got me killed. <laughs> She'll never have your stuff on silent.
0: <laughs> First of all false false i also don't have (laughs) notifications on outside of text messages phone calls and my ring camera okay well yeah
1: so then it would have went off once he turned the signal back on whatever
0: (laughs) don't be mags it's true anyways (laughs) i don't believe you would have turned your off you you swear in the height of a crisis fighting for your life you would turn off you would think to turn off your phone again, but it's okay. It's okay. We can all I... live in delusional land. It's okay.
1: I mean, you can knock my thought process if you want to, but I know how I operate. And once I was in the air duct, I oh, you've been in a been life like... or
0: death situation, and you turned off your phone before. No,
1: knock on wood. No, I've <laughs> never been in a life or death situation. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> but I've, I would have put that shit on silent, anyways. So he hears their phones go off and then he like figures out where, where they are. So you see his head pop up in front of the um uh the little air vent thing and then he starts shooting arrows up into it. But then I guess like Dwayne is having a bad reaction from
0: the Molly. So well, then- no, he's he says earlier, like when he gets nervous, ah oh. throws up.
1: Oh, I was wondering, I'm okay, I missed that. Because I was like, what the hell made him throw up? And then I was like, oh, it must have been the Molly. But okay, so yes. So yeah, he, from the nervousness. So he threw up, luckily, perfect timing. <laughs> and it got all in the killer's, like, eyes and all over him.
0: hmm And so I think that's then how they escape. Since yes. he, like, falls down the stairs from being thrown <laughs> up on. <laughs> and they take their weapons, and they basically... Beat the crap out of him and they unmask him. And apparently, the gas station dude has a twin because he looks exactly the same. (laughs) So they're just like, Well, this is nuts. And during this whole movie, there's like kind of this B story of Namdi, Dwayne, and Lisa, like basically coming to terms with their friendship, where Dwayne is like, you have treated me like your gay side chick and not like your best friend. Um, Wait,
1: did he say side chick or sidekick?
0: Oh, I thought he said side chick. I'm,
1: and I'm asking because I thought I heard side chick too. But then I was like, I must have like misheard that because of what would that mean? But okay, since you heard it too, maybe he did say side chick.
0: Yeah, I think he, I think he meant like side chick because it's just like you're... Oh, side to Nandi. Yeah, like you uh, are... Okay keeping me out of like this relationship Mm. you're not telling me about it you're like being dishonest and you're like afraid to be real with me about this person and you know it's basically like this whole kind of redemptive arc like we are older we're different people we're more mature like i can handle it now (laughs) (laughs) and so everyone like forgives and they come to like an understanding And we think, you know, at this point, like, okay, the danger is over. The killers are dead. Because, yeah, Dwayne,
1: did you mention Dwayne had shot him with the crossbow?
0: Dwayne shot who? He shot the killer with the crossbow. Oh, I thought Lisa just, like, killed him with her candlestick.
1: No, we're not there yet. Because then, while they're having this little heart-to-heart or argument that turned into heart-to-heart you see the killer slowly getting up in the background but they're so wrapped yes. up in their bullshit they don't even notice which i'm like i could be in here with my worst enemy we're not discussing shit
0: <laughs> we're not discussing shit until i make sure this nigga's dead exactly <laughs> like i'm not I'm, gonna be distracted from right. my life being threatened you ain't got to apologize for nothing
1: we're getting the fuck out of this house
0: <laughs> right like let's we'll talk about this later <laughs> right Um, so yes, thank you for reminding me of that sequence of events. So once they see the killer start to get out, or they realize finally that he's not dead, that's when Lisa goes like she basically blacks out and just like bludgeons him, yeah, bludgeons (laughs) him to death. And actually, they can't even like recognize his face, they had to look at his ID, (laughs) yeah, to figure out who he was. Yeah, she went and I think once she
1: finished, like killing the fuck out of him she said something like why black women always gotta
0: save everybody (laughs) that was a great line and then so they find out that these two brothers were hired they were paid to kill them and they were only paid a thousand dollars (laughs) which they were like um that's how much our lives (laughs) cost and and matter a thousand dollars to kill what five six people (laughs) Pathetic. (laughs) Right. And so they, I can't remember if like the TV screen comes on again or they like finally go to the basement and they happen to see Ranger White and Clifton sitting at a table looking dead. Like they think it's their bodies. And come to find out, Clifton is not dead. (laughs) Clifton (laughs) is the mastermind behind all of this. Clifton paid the twins a thousand dollars to kill all these people and come to find out Clifton has been holding on (laughs) something that happened to him (laughs) when they were in college. And (laughs) we find out apparently there was like a similar party where they have all gotten together and they are playing spades. Yeah, another
1: Juneteenth party.
0: And it was like 10 years to the date. Juneteenth party they refused to teach him how to play spades (laughs) but they they taught him this time and he made the mistake of reneging Mm -hmm. and they basically judged him they revoked his black card and they questioned his blackness and basically ridiculed him and made him feel terrible and as a result he drank a lot of alcohol to deal with his feelings he apparently didn't do that very often I think he said it was, like, the first time he'd ever drank. Which is wild. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So he then got behind the wheel and unfortunately killed someone and ended up doing time. Somehow they did not know any of this, (laughs) which is like, what? This would have been, like, hot goss in, like, any college circle. Think about that. That's such a great point. There's no
1: way you left a party we were all at and none of us know that you served time for manslaughter that's a fantastic point that makes no sense at all
0: right so he feels like they judged his blackness and that is what ruined his life and to me it reminded me of um death becomes her where Mm. your girl called her cheap and she held on to that (laughs) (laughs) right for decades
1: (laughs) i guess at least she didn't try to kill her she just stole her men (laughs) (laughs) when he was oh i'm sorry go ahead no go ahead when he was first telling the story and he was like, I reneged and Lisa said my black car was revoked and y'all embarrass me. I thought that was gonna be the end. And so I think I even like said, like, oh my God, or something like out loud, because I was just like, I know he hasn't been holding on to embarrassment for like all these years. And then it was like, Oh, the drunk driving accident. Okay, never mind. That that that's a little little more yeah. something to hold on to
0: so yeah he went to jail and he was pissed off and blamed them for years and basically he's like i'm gonna kill all y'all and i'm gonna dump you down this well like i did sean and morgan and they basically gang up on him and fight back and they end up kicking him down the well and he dies you know the same way he killed them and this is you know one of the Outside of a Jordan Peele film, one of the few <laughs> movies where most of the black people survive. <laughs> yeah.
1: After they kick him down this random well that's in this basement, Dwayne says, Guess someone's not doing too well.
0: Hardy har boom. Right. It's pretty funny. And then there is kind of a an after scene because the movie ends kind of right there or the movie ends with them debating the next morning whether or not they should call the cops like eh, should we or should we not, and there's a scene after the movie ends where they're like okay we've called the cops they're waiting for them to arrive Dwayne has for some reason put on like a new outfit I guess he's ready for the cameras just in (laughs) case the news shows up and then we see the police show up and basically um hose them down and treat them like criminals and not the victims that they were
1: (laughs) well it was because they were like we called the fire department not the cops because the fire department ain't gonna <laughs> shoot us <laughs> but then they just like
0: open the hose on them true true <laughs> so the moral of the story is teach your black friends how to play spades or they might come back to kill you <laughs> <laughs> that's a fantastic message so yes, it you know the the movie even though it is like humorous and like silly doesn't take itself seriously, it does really kind of talk about how black people judge one another and we rate and there's like a hierarchy of blackness. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. And it's like we we chastise or we judge each other on this like uh you know, kind of measuring stick that if you grew up around white people or you went, you lived in certain areas, like you're not as black as me, you don't know my experience kind of deal. And, you know, sometimes it can really like alienate certain black people. I don't, I mean, you know, I won't put too much stock into that, but it can serve to like separate us from time to time versus. Bring us together. And in this case, people like Clifton, he felt like he didn't have a place with Black people. And he really resented that and took it out on this friend group.
1: Hmm. I have maybe a limited amount of sympathy for people who feel like that. Because, with, and I guess they never said if they went to a PWI mm-hmm. or HBCU,
0: right? They did not.
1: Because I feel like unless y'all went to, a PWI of a very small black population, I feel like, because I feel like the great thing about college, at least, I mean, UNC was a big school, so maybe I'm, like, my view on this is skewed. But I feel like it's very, wasn't super hard to find people who you clicked with, who shared similar interests, etc., So, I feel like Clifton most likely could have found that, but for whatever reason, he was trying to hang out with these, these like, this group of people who doesn't even hardly know his name, and then he gets mad that they're, like, not including him. And it's like, you could have found some other nerds to hang out with, and but you wouldn't be mad at them, because I guess you want to be with the, I don't know if they were cool or whatever, for whatever reason you want to be with this group. So, I don't know. I... I don't want to show anybody's experience but sometimes when there are black people or biracial people who are like oh like you know the black kids just oh they didn't they didn't treat me the same or they made me feel excluded like maybe that happened in like one situation when you were a kid or like whatever but like if you're in spaces with like a decent number of black people i feel like you can find your community and i kind of feel like you're not maybe you didn't try for whatever reason Ooh, what, sorry what is, is that oh is that too much oh, <laughs> I'm about to get I'm about to get cursed out
0: <laughs> no I think you you have made valid points I do as as someone who grew up pri- primarily around white people uh most of my life i still would gravitate towards black people like even if there was only like one or two of us (laughs) Mm, mm. you know we we would find each other (laughs) right and i do feel like it's people that maybe already have some bias and prejudice there it is towards Mm -hmm. their own people that they allow kind of one instance to just like frame their entire like Perspective, and like that's the reason why I don't fuck with black people because you know they do this, they do that. You know, uh, black people, we can be hard on one another, and mm-hmm. yeah, we can, but it's not always in a mean way. Like it can be perceived if you are coming from outside and you don't know that like that's our way of showing love. Like if I'm making fun of you, if I'm like joning on you, if I am and not everybody does it from a place of love but it is like that's how, true it is how we communicate you know yeah. we kind of like poke fun at each other give each other shit and like that is a that is a sign of like camaraderie <laughs> but if you're not used to that you might not perceive it that way like i i have i have encountered black people that yeah like you you poke a little fun at them when you first meet them, and it's like oh I actually really like you yeah I yeah. really like you and I'm yeah. vibing with you so I'm trying to like poke fun and it has been like perceived as like oh this person like what you're mean <laughs> you're bullying me and I'm like no I'm like yeah. let's hang out <laughs> uh, yeah
1: I feel like sometimes you have to tailor that uh depending on the person and I do feel like if you are around someone and it feels like they're picking on you and it feels a little more malicious they're coming at things that you're like self-conscious about yeah. or whatever then stay away from that person but I feel like if it's just like little light stuff like uh you know when I was made the comment about you wear glasses couple <laughs> <four> episodes ago <laughs> which again <laughs> I didn't know it was a secret <laughs> but just <laughs> but like you have like you can't do something super malicious and it's like I said something like um uh, what oh wait just one second glasses but like I also wear glasses so clearly like that can't be like too much of like a diss so I feel like especially when you're meeting someone new don't get too comfortable too fast like you know you can throw something out here and there and cam apparently you need this advice um, <laughs> mix it in a little bit with like oh like it's really nice to meet you what are you into and then you could be like you know throw in a little jab here and there but you got to take it easy until you really get to know like what pushes someone's buttons
0: this is true i <laughs> i'm thinking about someone i met who was a friend or like a colleague work colleague of one of uh-huh. my good friends and roommate at the time And we met out in a bar, and this was a young black man from Arkansas, like the deep south, and he didn't he he did not know how to play basketball, and I just found that very comical. What how is that funny? Does everyone in the deep south know how how to play basketball? How do you not know how to play basketball? Like that is like a very it's not an obscure game, you know?
1: But not everybody Play,
0: did he play another sport or was maybe he wasn't in the sports that's, <laughs> damn, that, that's kind of ridiculous I'm sorry I've n- I had never met someone who did not know how to play basketball <laughs> like that wow if you had come from another country okay that might make sense but you live in America you're a black man from the south and you don't know how to play basketball I I made fun of him all night <laughs>
1: all night and And you this was your first
0: day meeting him first first this was in within like the first 10 minutes of
1: meeting this person cam is the kind of person i was just warning y'all about if they come at you and it hurts your feelings stay away from them
0: but no, he took it in stride like he thought it was funny too but at one point he was like okay you're hurting this hurts a little bit and I was like my bad I just I literally have never experienced and we are friends till this day okay we are friends till this day but I had to go on on them you just couldn't let it go though you I still have not met anyone since other than like a child who has not been (laughs) taught the game of basketball yet I haven't. I've never met someone who didn't know how to play. Basketball.
1: When you say he didn't know how to play, like, I mean, I'm guessing he had to have played in like gym class. Use me like he wasn't good at it or didn't play it often.
0: No, like he didn't know like how to play like terms. None of that.
1: <laughs> like, now did he did he play football or soccer or like some
0: other sport? No. Oh, okay, so maybe he's just not a sports guy. Obviously, but it was funny to me at the wow. time i'm digressing but <laughs> i i made fun of him because like i instantly <laughs> liked him and i gravitated towards him we're friends till this day love him dearly but that is that was our start <laughs> that was the start to our friendship oh i'm glad we ain't having a start like that <laughs> i have been like
1: i ain't never talking about this girl again i'm glad
0: you know how to play basketball <laughs>
1: I love that that's like your one thing, like, just know how to play basketball, please. <laughs> All it takes. But yeah, I don't know. I never, I never got that from you. Like, I feel like from the first time we hung out, I was like, this feels like a long lost cousin. Like, it just, <laughs>
0: like, I don't I don't know. do it to everybody. Like, <laughs> It just it, it's a feeling and it's a vibe that you like play off of, and you're like, oh, because I, I really was endeared by this person. Like, yeah. as much as I was making fun, I was like, who did you wrong in your life that they never <laughs> taught you how to play basketball? <laughs> I will teach you.
1: Oh, did you ever teach them? No. No. Oh. <laughs> Probably still don't know how to play. Damn. Probably don't. <laughs> um there's one thing in the movie i want to mention so we watched this together last night and there's a part i think before they see morgan on the tv and they're like oh my god this is morgan's i think this is morgan's earring and then somebody else is like yeah these were her (laughs) great-grandmothers She looked over at cam because these earrings they were like these little gold like I don't know, these little like gold kind of triangular shaped earrings with like ridges in them. yeah Like they looked very modern, like something you would get at like I don't know, a Belk or a Macy's or like a J. Crew. Like they like they weren't like they weren't like a, a pair of pearl earrings.
0: Like <laughs> Yes. Like walk into any like beauty store, you will find yes, these earrings. That too. <laughs> yes. They were like the equivalent of door knockers. Like, everybody got these.
1: It's just like, really? That's what y'all came up with? Not even like, oh, these were her mothers. I'd be like, okay. I could have seen these in like the 80s. Her great-grandma, outrageous. Outrageous. (laughs) Also, I thought the scariest thing in this film was when the TV would come on and it looked like a, like, old-timey, like, um out of service like the channels out of service or whatever and it had that uh-huh. like sambo face in the middle mm-hmm. there was this banjo music and it, mm. i think it was like a very eerie banjo version of like camp town races who <laughs> um camp town ladies sing this song da. Oh. but it was like a it was like the and the banjo i have
0: never ban- known the words to that song <laughs>
1: That's like the only all it is like all the dude die day. That's like all I know. Mm-hmm. But like the banjo playing it, it just it sound it sounded like racism. It sounded <laughs> like Black people have been at the banjo. <laughs> but I don't know the way it was playing and like I feel like they put um some kind of I don't know music terms like that. I don't know, reverb. Like there was some kind of weren't like weren't you in I, band? I was <laughs> and I played piano. But <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know music production. I don't. It was like a reverb or like some kind of like, if it was like a picture, I would say a filter. I don't know what the audio equivalent was, but like something was over it to make it sound even more eerie. To me, like every time that music will pop up, I did not like that shit. But otherwise, the movie wasn't really scary. (laughs) There was nothing
0: scary about this, really,
1: at all. (laughs) I didn't, I didn't like that banjo music one bit.
0: <laughs> Do you have any other thoughts and musings about the blackening? I did want to ask
1: if you had ever been. I probably that's a stupid question. Of course you have. We all have. What? St- like with the Lisa Dwayne Namdi thing, I was gonna ask if you had ever been in a situation where you like hated a friend's partner if, like that friend was on again, off again with someone. I feel like we've all been there <laughs> at some point.
0: I mean, I think hate is a very strong word, like disliked. Yes.
1: Okay, you know, semantics, you know what (laughs) I mean. Didn't care
0: for. But yes, I, yes, I have been upset with friends' exes. Um, And then, yes, they have taken them back and you just have to figure out your feelings. (laughs) Pick them up. (laughs) Just pick them up and keep going.
1: I had I had one friend who dated this guy who I didn't really care for and didn't treat him great they broke up got back together and I was like like I don't love this but like okay y'all talked it out I guess fine mm-hmm. broke up again and like I was trying to be nice to the guy and then like he like unfollowed me and like everything on like social media and I was like well dude fuck you like because I think it unfollowed me and refollowed me the first time Mm -hmm. and I was like okay I was like well just leave me the fuck out of it like this is stupid and then my friend jokingly because he knew I could not stand this guy and then he was like uh, me and -and so-and-so got back together and he said I shot him a look that looked like I could like kill both of them (laughs) and then he was like I'm just kidding 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 (laughs) he was like just fucking with me he was like don't do
0: that Do not do that. Yes, it is. I mean, it is exhausting when you have like listened to your friend. You've basically picked them up and built them back up from this person tearing them down, and then it's like I put in all this work, (laughs) and you gonna go back to them? Fuck me, huh? Fuck me, huh?
1: (laughs) Not fuck me. Also, when you were saying, like, I had to pick you up and stuff, I was like, oh, shit. I was like, you've actually done this with me before.
0: But you didn't, you didn't go back. (laughs) You didn't fully go back. I (laughs) didn't.
1: There, there was, there was a close call, but I didn't, I didn't go back. But yeah, I was, when I got dumped that first time, you had to throw me a pizza party. I was so distraught. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I was a fucking third grader. So. (laughs) <laughs> but it cheered you up. It, it, cheered it did, up it sure did it sure did <laughs> <laughs> but I was just like oh I can't talk about, I can't talk to Cam about this she was in the trenches with me like I
0: Oof. no <laughs> and I didn't give you grief when you told me you were reconnecting you, you, gave, me a, you gave me a little grief I mean, not have to give you a little bit you know just a smidge <laughs> but I'm not going to judge you we all do it we have this all is... done it
1: yeah me and another friend were talking about this we were like when you're not in the relationship you give the best advice it's like <laughs> girl you don't need him he treats you terribly there's so many other people out here and then when it's your ass you're like
0: well like, i mean like one more chance like he's in therapy <laughs>
1: <laughs> literally oh he's in therapy now like maybe it'll be different yeah exactly Nope. <laughs> oh did you have anything else about the blackening?
0: Uh, no, I'm just happy. uh, you know, the black people survived for the most part. <laughs> me too. <laughs> and all the white people died.
1: Oh shit, that's true. Was Clifton the only black person who died?
0: Well, uh Morgan and Sean. Oh fuck damn, damn. <laughs> That's right but um so since this movie is centered around blackness and uh measuring yourself (laughs) on the the black scale how about we play a little game okay so i've got like two games for us to play oh okay and they both kind of deal with the movie and how they on one hand are trying to prove how Black they are not, <laughs> while also having to prove how Black they are. Yes. So our first game is a game of uh, whiteness. <laughs> so if we were in the blackening and you had to prove that you were the least Black of a group of individuals, what would you pull out as your reference? For me, I've already said mine earlier that I didn't learn how to play spades until I was like 30.
1: <laughs> that is pretty rough.
0: Because Black people would not teach me. <laughs> <laughs> it's no no fault of my own. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> you have any family members that could teach you? Refuse. It's the same line every time. Oh, the <laughs> family refused too. <laughs> like, I don't even remember. Wow. I think I eventually just like Googled because <laughs> I was like, I don't i don't even need to
1: teach me damn you know my family you know we didn't play a lot of cards like i don't feel like we played cards since i was like in elementary school so i don't even know they know how to play but yeah i had to learn from obviously college classmates so okay that's your first one Mm -hmm. i will say one i hate this game because (laughs) I'm black y'all and I'm black y'all and I'm blacky black and I'm black y'all. I just want that to be very clear.
0: So well, you can prove it
1: in the next game. All right. So I'll say uh I went to PWI and I loved my time there. <laughs> Granted there's a lot of there were a lot of black people at the PWI I went to but
0: right I was going to say I also went to the same <laughs> PWI that you did. So
1: <laughs> and that's what i'm saying this was a fucking stretch like i was i was reaching hard for
0: for this game uh, all right well um i think sweet potato pie is disgusting <laughs> whoa <laughs> i don't i don't know what y'all are tasting <laughs> but i don't taste it it's a gross wow. it's my like least favorite of the pies honestly i'm not a huge pie person i don't like pumpkin pie either i oh, like, okay. like a, a lemon meringue i'll tolerate but outside of that i'm not a huge like pie person
1: okay well that, that feels more like a pie thing than like a anti-black thing do you like pe- pecan pie no pecan
0: pie? gross no wow. all right nope Damn. not for me
1: um well I was reminded of something from this movie I've never actually seen set it off all the way through.
0: Wow. I, I don't know why. And
1: obviously, you know, I watched so many adult, <laughs> I don't, don't want to say adult films, that sounds terrible, but I watched so many non-children movies as a kid, but for whatever reason, wow. and like I my aunt had the soundtrack. So I'm I know the soundtrack front and back. Amazing but, soundtrack. Yeah. Somehow, I've never watched the movie all the way through, but I've seen a lot. Like I know what happens because I've I've seen the ending, but I haven't watched it all the way
0: through. What's the procedure when a gun is to your head? Oh, I don't know. What's that? the fucking procedure when a gun
1: is to your head? Okay, thanks. I have headphones in, so thank you so much for that. Because you've never seen the movie, you don't know it. No, I, I don't. I would start crying. I don't. What are you supposed to do? <laughs> exactly. So, so, you're not going to tell me just like how people wouldn't tell you how to play spades? You got to watch the movie. Watch we the movie. Go. Wow. The gatekeeping never stops. Look at you.
0: <laughs> Look at you. Hey, I'm just keeping the legacy alive. Okay. Wow. I didn't make the rules, I just follow them. Mm hmm. <laughs> Okay, uh wow, okay, never seen set it off. Wow. Um relax. I mean, this one is, you know, I'm ashamed to admit this one, honestly. Uh-oh. But I'm not. I'm 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 gonna stand up in it. I didn't even know the black national anthem existed until college. Whoa. <laughs> Sorry. Somehow, oh. somehow I missed that. <laughs> I remember I was in an acapella group in college and I showed up and people just started singing it. They would sing it at like every Black event on campus. I'm like, how does everybody know this song? Wow. I have never heard this. I also didn't go to like a traditional like Black church growing up, which is where yeah. I think a lot of people heard this song and they sang it in church. No, I, grew- I, grew- I grew up Jehovah's Witness and I knew that song that's not no okay you grew up Mm -hmm. in a black city i did not i did it's true i told you i grew up around Uh white people they weren't teaching the black national anthem i'm actually i'm actually actually shocked my mother who was very like instrumental in teaching me and my brother a black about black culture like made us read and watch roots (laughs) and learn about slavery but missed the black national anthem that's what
1: I was going to say. I'm surprised that like, you didn't hear it from your mom or your family. No. No. Nope. Wow. Never heard it. And they in the movie, that one of the questions was like, sing the <laughs> second verse of the Black National Anthem?
0: Nobody knows that. <laughs> it's like the National Anthem. Nobody knows the second verse.
1: I think I'd know all of the lyrics to the National Anthem. And that's only because we used to have to play it before every football game. So I think I like... The entire... The
0: the second verse
1: y'all played? Oh, like whatever people typically sing before sporting events. I don't know
0: if they. That's just the first verse. Like well, the,
1: the national anthem, not the black national anthem. Is there but, a no- second verse?
0: Yes. Oh, because the second verse is the part
1: that talks about like the slavery most. Or yes, right? the that's worst right. verse. That's right. So then, no, I don't know that part. But with the black national anthem, I honestly, I kind of like. I know parts of it. And then I kind of mumble through parts of it, but I definitely knew it. And the beat, first of all, the, the song goes hard. Like it's such a good beat. Like that it's, it's, it's a bop low key. Like
0: I ain't even gonna hold you. A bop. Yeah. Okay. All right.
1: Girl, it goes hard. That's the bridge. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. i mean the whole thing <cheeks singing> like it the whole thing goes hard is what i'm like it doesn't matter which part you pick it's a fucking
0: bop it's so good okay <laughs> all right <laughs> i will it's a bop <laughs> i love a remix of it you know <laughs>
1: I think I told you one time the person in your acapella group who used to sing the lead, one time we were doing karaoke, and while she sang it, I beatboxed. (laughs) Not gonna lie, it was was a cute little mashup.
0: That's adorable.
1: (laughs) Okay, I'm not, I don't like raisins in like potato salad, or you know, like anything like that, but raisins in some food? is good here's what i ordered pineapple fried rice from a thai restaurant and it came it, it said it came with like golden raisins and so i was like ew fuck no so i wrote in the little uber eats thing please no raisins <laughs> it came with raisins i was pissed I took a picture of it complained to uber eats i think i got my money back girl that shit was delicious <laughs> it was so good <laughs> I love a sweet and a savory it was they knew what they were doing and they were like no we're putting these raisins in because she needs these and they were
0: right yeah I think raisins belong in certain things like certain fried rices have a bread pudding a raisin is great
1: oh a bread pudding yeah that's true I forgot about bread pudding I was just thinking we were kind of anti-raisins in anything but you're (laughs) right we do (laughs) Bread they're they're
0: appropriate in some things. They're not appropriate in potato <laughs> salad. Okay. Oh, abso- absolutely not. I don't no. need a sweet with my potato salad.
1: Now let me pose this to you. How about you got a chicken
0: salad going on? Oh, put Ready? put a grape. Put a grape. Okay. Oh. Okay. A grape. A, a a cranberry. oh yes. An apple. I'll take all the oh, above, please. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> it's appropriate <laughs> it's great the sweet the savory I'm I'm all about it <laughs> I'm all about it
1: okay I didn't know if that was just me so I'm very glad to hear that
0: oh no I love it in a chicken <laughs> salad now <laughs> even in like a curry chicken salad raisins are good the Trader Joe's Ooh, curry chicken salad oh, with right? raisins delicious oh that sounds fantastic i never had that delicious highly recommend mm-hmm. okay Okay, so you, you vibe with raisins. Um on that, on that same <laughs> again. Note... Don't 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 have that as the last sound bites
1: <laughs> after all that work we just did in, in certain things, not in potato salad. <laughs> Let's be very clear.
0: <laughs> um since we're talking about food. I mean, I don't know if it's still taboo, but I love mayonnaise. Mayonnaise is delicious. I don't know how that became like an anti-Black thing. (laughs) But mayonnaise belongs on a sandwich. It belongs in a salad, you know, a potato, a chicken, you know, a deviled egg. It's delicious. I love it. As a child, I (laughs) I used to eat mayonnaise by the spoonfuls
1: okay now now you're taking it too far <laughs> this is where it gets white that's that sounds insane
0: i had weird tastes buds as a child okay i see weird things but one thing i loved was mayonnaise <laughs> i loved it wow
1: i will say i did used to eat marita bread duke's mayonnaise duke's is like good? make a little sandwich i love
0: a good miracle whip I'm a
1: good we I'm a miracle were, whoop gal. We were a Dukes family. I feel like Dukes feels very southern to me. Yeah, I was gonna say that feels very North Carolina. Yes, absolutely. Um, and then I would just put lettuce, no meat, no <laughs> anything else. Okay, girl, you are a you lettuce were... and man sandwich. I at, when when I was like three and four, I thought it was delicious. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> like i used i used to like sneak into the fridge and i would literally just eat pieces of lettuce i don't know why i liked it so much so healthy <laughs> i know are you dehydrated i don't, I don't For, know. honestly probably <laughs> i hated water when i was a kid and now i can't live with that well literally can't live without it but um no spoonfuls of mayonnaise is that's wild cam i don't do it anymore but at the time i loved it no. i loved it was, yeah, but when black people get to talking about like mayonnaise or calling like white people mayo or whatever, I get real quiet because I'm like, I don't, I don't like a dry sandwich. I, no, I don't I don't want a Thank ton you. of mayo. Oh, right. Like, I don't want a ton of mayo. Just a light layer just to, oh. you know, make it a little less. Oh, you're slabbing it
0: everywhere. I want oh, it coming no. out the sides. Oh, oh no, right I hate now. that. I hate that. The more, the better,
1: baby. Oh, okay, yeah, no, okay, you got, you got that one. Okay, this is kind of a reference to the blackening short film. Now, I do like OG Aunt Viv the most, hands down. Yes, but y'all be giving new school Aunt Viv way too much grief. I've, like she was good. Like great. Like I mean, OG Aunt Viv. Like she was the blueprint. I get it. But, like, Daphne Maxwell-Reed is a Black legend, and, like, y'all need to give that lady
0: respect. But wasn't she, like, was her husband? No. Her husband was uh, your boy from sister sister, 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 right? yeah. But wasn't he involved in Fresh Friends? Like, I thought there was, like, some nepotism happening with that, and that was also why people were, like, kind of pissed about it, too. Oh, Maybe well, I'm tripping. I, I have no idea if he was involved with
1: Fresh Friends.
0: I mean, yes, we, we gave her a lot of grief that definitely pitted Black people against one another when we really should have been mad at uh, the white people in charge who didn't want to pay dark skin out Viv when she was owed.
1: <laughs> yeah. If you If you Google Daphne Maxwell Reed, she's like, she's something. Like when she was in college, like the first Black homecoming queen at the school she went to, something. But like, you'll see pictures of her in like Jet Magazine. Like she's like she's a truly like she's a legend so i hate that she like i don't know gets so much backlash for that
0: hmm. okay i don't i don't know if that okay all right does that not count that, that feels more like uh, i don't know that that would take away from your blackness because at the end of the day i don't think white people really like did they even notice that there was a different Aunt Viv? You know, <laughs> like would they have a, a leg in the game on that?
1: Well, I just thought about that because in the short film, he was like, I like OG it or dark skinned viv <laughs> as much as light skinned Aunt Viv or vice versa, whatever. So, yeah. but yeah, I guess that's not really I feel like that's that is more just an internal black conversation. Right? Yeah, that's
0: a that's a black debate, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> um oh well I guess since we're talking about shows you know I could never get into the boondocks like it just wasn't for me like I didn't get all the hype it wasn't that funny to me
1: I didn't watch it regularly but I watched a number of episodes I did think it was pretty good it wasn't my I know people loved it I was like you know it's good but like I yeah it didn't like grab me like that but I was very surprised when we did um they cloned tyrone and you didn't know who uncle ruckus was that was a shock to the system
0: yeah i didn't really watch it like i remember in college like people talking about it i think i sat down and watched the episode i was just like oh, okay <laughs> damn
1: all right <laughs> um i have been to a country concert
0: oh
1: was it little Nas x no but it was the chicks so Uh, were they dixie or were they the chicks at the time no this was last year so this was the chicks
0: oh last last year was it yeah
1: i love them tickets no i'm I'm a fan i went with my friend who is also black and we've been trying to see them for a while and we were no shade i i too like
0: the dixie chicks but not enough to go to concert
1: oh yeah oh they were also fantastic, like they are incredible musicians, like so good. And we were one to go in, like I think twenty sixteen, and we we didn't make it. And then that's when North Carolina had that like bathroom bill thing, mm-hmm. so they were selling hats that said like "No hate in our state." And then, wait, are they
0: from North Carolina?
1: No, but because of that anti trans oh. bathroom bill, I guess they were trying to show like support. Okay. Um, and then last year, you know, they put out like a album called gaslighter and like that lead song or title track it's it was like made after the like 2020 protests like after george floyd and brianna taylor and you know a number of other people were murdered so like at the concert when they perform that song they show like dozens of names of like innocent black people who are killed and it just goes on for like six straight minutes just name after name after name so it's a country concert but it's you know i guess a
0: little different okay honestly i have not heard of a song from like i know they have put out albums but like yeah they have not been on my radar since like the early 2000s oh shit wow (laughs) okay okay so yeah
1: they're they're doing good stuff they also uh picked at the supreme court because it was after the they tried to overturn or overturned Roe versus Wade. Uh so it was if you're gonna go to a country concert and feel safe, that was the one to go to.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. I don't know if this maybe this isn't particular to black people. Maybe this is more of a class issue, but I, I have found that not all black people did this. Like had Christmas lists growing up. <laughs> Oh, you're asking the wrong person. I have no idea. I just remember, like, i I was with like a group of like friends, black friends, and like I think I mentioned a Christmas list, and they're like, What? Oh, like, yeah, Christmas list. Like, you how did your parents know what you wanted for Christmas if you didn't write it down? <laughs> and give them a list. <laughs> and they're like yeah. I, I didn't have a list. <laughs> like I just I got do, gifts. I i like, okay. sound a little privileged, I'm not gonna lie. I grew up in a middle class <laughs> military family. Okay. We weren't balling out here, but we still had Christmas gifts and Christmas sorry, Christmas lists. You did
1: have a nanny at one point. <gasps> that was <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Hillary Banks. <laughs> <laughs>
0: stop it because i have the nanny courtesy of the u.s government okay <laughs> this is when we lived abroad mm-hmm. where the cost of labor is significantly less than it is to the u.s and yes at one point in my life i did think we were wealthy <laughs> because we lived abroad we had a big house we had a gardener we had a maid we had security we had all these things and you know what when we came back to the states we were living in the fucking hood (laughs) okay (laughs) it was a rude awakening (laughs) very rude awakening
1: (laughs) so you moved from your uh mansion overseas to living across from the church's chicken basically
0: <laughs> but it was still in in government housing courtesy of the u.s military and it was trash it's quantico if anybody knows what quantico was like in the 90s it was the fucking hood i hated that place i hated it oh my culture God. shock <laughs> okay
1: um I'm going to do two more. I'm going to combine kind of two food things. First of all, uh, I don't mind a breadcrumb on a mac and cheese. Agreed. Agreed. Oh, okay. Okay. I don't. I feel like sometimes people, now, don't get me wrong. The shit has to be baked. <laughs> it has to be baked.
0: Yes. It can't but... just be crumbled on the top with no crust. Oh, ooh, no, hell no. no crisp no. to it. Mm-mm,
1: mm-mm. No, we don't want that shit. And
0: the breadcrumbs better
1: not be no Ritz crackers. <laughs> Thank you. I forgot. Yeah, no, no crumbled up crackers. That no, that's not fucking breadcrumbs. That's disgusting. Thank you. But I feel like some people are anti-breadcrumb. And I feel like I'm a mac and cheese purist. I don't really like adding a bunch of shit into it. I don't want to have meat. I don't want to have peas. I don't have Same. none of that shit. Same. But a little crunch on top,
0: sure. I'm with it.
1: Sometimes it's delightful. I'm with
0: it. i I love a good casserole as well sometimes like
1: depends on the casserole I, like i don't like i don't like tuna so that's that's out
0: no i'm still when i mean like baked that's what i mean like casserole oh, style okay okay got you <laughs> you know you're cutting a section and you can see the layers of cheese and oh. noodle oh absolutely yes but i love a good easy mac like there's something about like basic craft mac and cheese soupy noodles Yeah. I don't know if they put crack in it, but it's so good to me. Like, it tastes like childhood to me. Oh,
1: I guess that makes sense.
0: I had like, that. We ate boxed mac and cheese. if, Unless it was like a family, you know, my mother had. Cause, yeah. Because uh, macaroni and cheese is expensive. That cheese, the shit you put in it is a lot.
1: I feel like we, my mom didn't really buy that. So I feel like maybe I had it like twice as a kid. And I remember, I don't think I understood, this maybe when I was like eight, I don't think I understood the difference in baked mac and cheese and Easy Mac. So I remember like after making it on the stove and I was like, huh, this tastes different. <laughs> this don't taste like grandma's, what is this? But yeah, it's, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I don't hate Easy Mac, but like I, I've, I can probably count on one hand how many times I've had it in my life. I love it. I still, to
0: this day, even though I know it's like poison, (laughs) I will buy it and love it.
1: Um, And then, so I said that was a two-parter. The second part is I can't handle spicy food, like hardly at all. I know it's as a person of color is very embarrassing because I feel like we all have our, like, even like our hot sauces of choices, like sriracha. What's the, um, there's the Mexican hot sauce. It's like should. chalula's Cholula, yes you said ill to sriracha yes oh wow i even i'll, I'll do a couple of drops of sriracha I, I like the little bit of the taste of it
0: i feel like sriracha like came out of nowhere all of a sudden like it was big in like the 2010s it like had a resurgence it and did it was an everything yeah. it and was, i just yeah. got like over it
1: I'm a I'm else. a Frank's
0: red hot myself.
1: I put that shit on everything. I sure do. No, I'm t- I <laughs> I've actually never tasted Frank's. <laughs> it's my hot sauce of choice. I will say Texas Pete's, which ironically is not made Winston, in Texas, <laughs> From Winston-Salem, North Carolina. I hate the smell of it. It makes me think of like when I was in high school and kids would put hot sauce on their fries. That smell makes me want to gag. So I I hate like when I order like fried fish and I'll be like, "You want hot sauce?" I'm like, "Absolutely not, no." But do you have tartar? <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow, interesting. Okay, yeah i love my dog and you know i do not allow him to lick me in the mouth I, okay i was i would i <laughs> wish I my heart dropped i was like where's this going i do not play that shit <laughs> but i will let him lick me like on my cheek or like the side of my know. face he loves to nibble on ears <laughs> that's, that's like it's thing <laughs> okay <laughs> Yes, i let my dog lick my face <laughs> um,
1: all right my last thing is i feel like you won with that dog thing
0: <laughs> but... uh, yes i don't die
1: <laughs> i i love living single it is truly one of my favorite sitcoms love what? it love it love it but i love friends equally as much
0: <laughs> they don't compare <laughs> do not i like Ritz. well are we ready for our next game yeah are you ready to prove your blackness to america oh i can
1: try also you won that last game because of the dog thing right
0: i mean (laughs) i guess i'll take it i'll survive
1: (laughs) the dog thing and the heaps of mayo i think (laughs) put you over the edge okay you've never seen set it off all the way through so yeah, but you're letting a dog lick you in your face. I can watch that at off
0: anytime. But you haven't <laughs> in your 30 plus years of life. <laughs> <laughs> ah, okay, so we're gonna play a little a little game called Black Carb. Let's we'll see what you know. A fox, Queen, and Smith cleaned up for a living in this movie. Wait, what? Fox, Queen and who? A Fox, a Queen and a Smith cleaned up for a living in this movie. A Fox, a Queen and a
1: Smith. Mhm. They cleaned up for a living? Mhm. What's the movie? I don't understand what that means. Like a literal fox? It's like Jamie Fox, Queen Latifah and Will Smith or something
0: what movie were they all in together
1: were they in a movie together
0: looks uh-huh. like somebody's black but this is, no this question is very if you've guarded. seen the movie you would get it immediately Fox a queen Fox a
1: queen i don't yeah i don't i don't understand so just tell me what it is
0: Set it off, Vivica Fox. Fuck Queen Latifah. <laughs> Jada Pinkett Smith. Okay, fuck off. <laughs> I did it on purpose because I knew you had. Yeah, that. <laughs> I.
1: And I almost said Queen Latifa and Jada. I mean, you said Jamie
0: to- Fox, Queen Latifa, Will Smith. You were. A- so close and i
1: was thinking about jada and somehow neither set it off nor girl strip came to mind (laughs) until you said that
0: okay let's go a little easier let's go a little easier what you might know oh
1: (laughs) oh what you might know wow somebody's getting cocky you're lucky i don't have a set of questions to ask you (laughs) Uh.
0: With so much drama in the LBC, who is it hard to be?
1: It's kind of hard being Snoop D-O-double-G, but I somehow, some way, something, something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Kick some shit like every single day. So yes, okay, see, softball, softball. I hate you. <laughs> 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 who was Bruce Leroy's enemy in The Last Dragon? show sure enough. Daddy showed up which book of the bible oh, comes come after on. micah <laughs> well, this is, i mean okay. i'll give you options this is multiple choice oh, a, oh, okay a ezra b bartholomew c zachariah d hosea i assume the jehovah's bible is similar <laughs>
1: it's not the jehovah's bible <laughs> The New World Translation of the Holy Scriptures. Yes, it is exactly the same. Okay, then you might know this one. You should. Is this old? Is Micah Old Testament? Yes. When I was a kid, I knew all of the books of the Old Testament. Oh girl, I don't know them now. Bartholomew Mule, that's not even a book of the Bible, right? It is not, unless okay. it's a lost book. <laughs> so what was it? It was Ezra. Zachariah,
0: Zachariah and Hosea. Zachariah? Yes. Okay. You are correct, my dear. Oh, lucky. Okay. Can you name just one of baby's kids? <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> just one. Oh, no. I just need one. Can I tone
1: low voice the baby?
0: Yeah, what was his
1: name? <laughs> what was his name? <laughs> oh, Robin Harris was the main character. I don't. I I do not know them kids' names. We don't die. We multiple.
0: Payway, Low Payway. Oh,
1: I couldn't. I used to love that movie, but I haven't seen it in a while. <laughs>
0: Because said Pee Wee, because said Khalil, which I think was that Marcus Houston, <laughs> voiced by Marcus Houston.
1: Oh, I don't know.
0: And then the daughter was LaShawn. Which U.S. TV series featured the first interracial kiss between a oh. white man and a black woman? That's Star Trek. That's uh, William Shatner and Nichelle Nichols. Yes, ding, ding, ding. If Young Metro don't trust you. What will future do? I'ma shoot you. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> uh, what is Mike Jones' phone number?
1: No. <laughs> oh
0: fuck. Oh,
1: I, 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 I don't. I don't think I ever had that number memorized. <laughs> I remember the song, and I remember you could call it. I remember dropping, give me fifty. I don't. <laughs> I, I can't tell you that number.
0: Oh, <sighs> America. I mean what, we've really? already, we have already established that this card is getting revoked, but it's
1: that's bullshit. Did you know the number before you looked at the card? You it's Mike Jones' number. You remember Mike Jones's number in 2023.
0: He, he did it in every song. 281 330 8004 How do you not know that? How do you know? Okay. All right. How do you know? couple more and
1: then we'll end it you're again you're so lucky i don't have questions for you because you would be getting bears right now you were
0: welcome you were welcome to do trivia okay now this find some real quick
1: actually i'm gonna throw some history questions at you keep going come on
0: my gosh who is the grammys most nominated artist ever
1: most nominated Mm Hmm. It is a black person. <laughs> well, I I assume it's because of the game. <sighs> Can you tell me if it's a man or a woman? I cannot. Is it my Is <sighs> she most
0: nominated.
1: I feel like either it's my cousin Beyonce Knowles or is it is it Michael Jackson?
0: Is it one of them? Partially correct. Beyonce and her husband are tied the most that's right dominations yes. ever 80 freaking 8 wow insane so i will accept that answer okay what do they call drugs at the 74th street baptist church
1: damn not come on now what what church, is this a church from a movie
0: what is that <laughs> yes this You're. This is from t- friday i don't. bernie mac I don't. I don't remember a sin is sin. sin. Can you give me better questions. <laughs> I didn't come up with these. Okay, they are a part of the game. Seventy fourth Street. They ain't got nothing about uh, like actual. They got nothing about like Tina Turner or somebody in there. This is black culture, baby. Okay, I tried to relate it to TV and film.
1: Oh, I get it. that. That makes
0: sense. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what we were doing here. Okay. Approximately how long did Sophia from The Color Purple have to fight? All her life. Yes. There you go. There you go. (laughs) In Bonnie and Clyde, young Hove told B to look for him where? Look Look for for me. me. Young B.
1: Cruising down the west side highway doing what well- Yes, yes, yes. My
0: way. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They are homegirls living in a 90s kind of world. Who are the four ladies?
1: Oh, baby. That's uh Khadijah James, Sinclair James, uh for oh my god, Regine, Regine Hunter and uh maxine ride the maverick shaw
0: maxine shaw attorney of law yes oh okay he's the head of the cash money brothers cash money brothers Mm Mm-hmm. cmb baby
1: who are brothers or is this like baby and manny fresh like you're talking about baby they're not brothers though, right? Not us
0: cash money millionaires, but they fashioned themselves after C and B, and we went to see the play. Oh, <laughs> like who
1: were bro- Who was brothers on Cash Money Millionaires? Oh, um, I am my brother's keeper. Who is that? Nino. Oh fuck. What was it? Alan Payne? Was G G Money? Was that his name?
0: What's the movie? I'm looking for the oh, movie. Oh, oh, New Jack City. <laughs> oh. Thank you. How many fights did the fresh prince get in before his mom got scared and moved him with his auntie and uncle up in Bel Air? What's going
1: on? Poor oh, guys are suddenly making trouble in the neighborhood. I got one little fight, and my mom got scared and said she move you move in with your auntie and that goes uncle to Bel Air. One little fight. Okay
0: and the last one before he was a member of the nation of islam what was malcolm x called
1: um malcolm little aka detroit red
0: there you go ding ding ding
1: absolutely now let me throw something out at you (laughs) this was not the game you you had a lot lot of trash talk when you had some little pre-written cards in front of you (laughs) (laughs) Um, who was the first black basketball player at the University of North Carolina?
0: I don't know, Hinton James. <laughs> James.
1: <laughs> I was the first student ever. <laughs> the answer is Charlie Scott. And let me correct myself. He was actually the first Black scholarship athlete, period. At oh,
0: <laughs> wow.
1: Yeah.
0: What year was that? Uh, had to have been what, the 70s? Because that's when they first let us in. <laughs> no, it
1: was in the 60s. Oh. Um, yeah, he was at Carolina 67 to 70. Okay. All yeah. right. Uh, so mad you said hitting James. <laughs> um, <laughs> in what state was harriet tubman enslaved oh don't are you
0: Google? no okay my, my fingers have not moved okay also she's from maryland right was it maryland it is maryland okay what was sojourner
1: truth's famous speech that kind of became a catchphrase.
0: Ain't I a woman? Okay. Okay. <laughs> you tested my blackness. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. In eighteen ninety-eight. God
1: damn. <laughs> in eighteen ninety-eight, where did a race massacre take place?
0: Um it's like very su- summer, spring, fall. Does it matter? <laughs> Is that going to change your answer? I made mean, up mine. It might. They was it was killing <laughs> us left and right. Okay, I don't know oh. Tulsa. I don't know.
1: No, Tulsa was nineteen twenty-one doll. Okay, it was it I was said. in it was in November of eighteen ninety-eight. If that helps you, <laughs> um, Wilmington. Okay. Yes yes good job um and just to be clear uh listener i do have a degree in african and (laughs) afro-american studies so i'm just throwing these out off the dome babes she is
0: you got me with that date i was like damn i'm so glad you asked for the season (laughs) i was stalling (laughs) (laughs) let's see what else can i throw out at you
1: What famous black writer attended UNC for a short time? I mean, like, can I get a time frame? Um, There are many. This was in the
0: 1940s. Oh my God. The 1940s? Zora Neale Hurston? did you get that (laughs) your girl is good okay (laughs) your girl is good
1: (laughs) I don't know if you remember but like a few years ago they were removing uh some confederate names from like buildings on campus Mm -hmm. and so like Saunders Hall he was like a uh KKK leader and so one of the names they were thinking about changing it to was uh Zora Neale Hurston Hall Hmm. But they just changed it to like Carolina Hall, which I was like Black. the most generic fuck. It's like, oh, Chapel Hill Hall. Like <laughs> so fucking generic. <laughs> right. Um I'm gonna think of something that...
0: I mean, what else I gotta prove? I mean, uh, and I was not an FM major. <laughs> All right, we get it. <laughs> <laughs> I only uh, took one class you only took one after film class two which ones did you take uh the first and the second <laughs> whatever oh, the two 101 way. and 102 <laughs> yes Wow. um
1: which famous black actress said that harry belafonte told her don't get serious about me a black woman can't do nothing for me
0: hmm, i'm paraphrasing s- by the way i assume this is another is this a black actress or just say famous
1: why, yeah, is why, that really? why would he say that to a white woman <laughs> What well, we a black woman say, You could say
0: it to a black singer. Like, I, I'm just trying to make oh, sure. It's I in got the... I'm,
1: my bad. It's like, what? Oh, yes, yes. It's a black actress. Did he act in something with said individual? I don't think so. I'm not 100% sure, but I don't think so.
0: Oh. I don't Cicely? I don't know. Cicely Tyson? <laughs> not Cicely Tyson. <laughs> Dorothy Dandridge? No. Then I have hmm. no idea. It was Earth the Kit.
1: Hmm. Okay. Because when people get on her about marrying white men, she's like, Well, the black man I tried to date like Harry and Sydney poitier and they ain't want
0: me. Oh, it's okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <Why'd> you- <laughs> we just talked about black people swearing off other black people because of like one or two negative experiences. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, I don't think she wasn't saying she was only dating white men, oh. but she just happened to end up with, like, I guess a white husband or whatever. And she was like, Well, I was trying to date black men, these two black men rejected me. She didn't say Sydney said something that specifically anti black, but Harry was like, Oh, like, black woman can't do nothing for me. Damn, so yeah, yeah, but um. Fair. And oh, which actress did Sidney Poitier have an on a, on again off again affair with while he was
0: married? Um I I am not wrapped up in the scandals of Sydney Poitier's <laughs> life. <laughs> it obviously wasn't Eartha. <laughs> no, no. Um I, I have no idea. It was
1: one of my faves, Diane Carroll. Hmm. And yeah, he was like, he was going to leave his wife for her. And I think she was married. I think this is when she was married to Monty Kay. And I think she left him. And Sydney then was like, oh, actually, I can't leave. <laughs> so
0: I got it real good over here. <laughs> yeah it's cheaper to keep her but then ended up leaving
1: his wife anyway and then later married a white woman so here oh, we are oh gosh <laughs> but all right cam i'll give that to you i threw some random ones out there you did pretty
0: good thank you thank you yeah. you tried it you tried it real hard i mean as <laughs> did you so <laughs> <laughs> literally asked you questions from a game that is widely <laughs> available <laughs> was not trying to get I, I feel like you i'm not sure you okay that set it off question you were definitely trying to get me
1: that one yes <laughs>
0: that was the only one. Oh,
1: pop quiz where was frederick Douglass enslaved uh,
0: georgia?
1: georgia no he was also enslaved in maryland oh, maryland actually both him and harriet were enslaved uh in the eastern shore area there's an underground railroad historical byway that's uh very cool if you have a chance to get out there but yeah so that's why when people in dc and maryland try to say this is the north i was like i'm like Mm well actually harriet was trying to escape from here so i wouldn't call this the north but okay (laughs) sure (laughs) now i'm really i'm really about to get hate mail for that one but
0: (laughs) well i mean where where was the Mason Dixon line? Honestly, I haven't looked at it. Above Maryland. Well, there you go. It was
1: above Maryland.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go.
1: So, anyways, uh, yeah, I hope you all have a happy and safe Halloween for those who celebrate. Be care- careful. Um, if you have kids, make sure you check their candy, make sure nobody's putting anything weird <laughs> in it. What <laughs>
0: what <laughs> I guess that that urban legend still still lives. That <laughs> they put razors. Is that an ur- is that an urban legend? Yes. I did, okay. Who do you know who has ever gotten like a razor in their candy?
1: I didn't know, but because I never went trick or treating as a kid, my mom would always tell me, you know, you never know. Like sometimes they put razors in those. <laughs> so I I didn't realize that was an urban legend i thought that was like truly a thing so i thought you needed to only eat like like somebody gives you you know like a reese's cup because that's package you can't open that up mm-hmm. so i didn't realize that was an urban legend truly
0: yeah urban legend i mean you should not eat unless you know the individual if they are not giving you like packaged things you shouldn't yeah. eat it but yeah that's that's uh. the real girl that is like <laughs> old wives tale like what <laughs>
1: oh man well anyways apparently that's not a thing so forget (laughs) i said that but please have a safe and happy halloween for all those who celebrate
0: ccc and please check us out on all of your podcast platforms to listen to us check us out on social media their eyes were watching tv on facebook and instagram and on tiktok and twitter we are t e w w tv podcast yes thank you all
1: so much and we will talk to y'all soon bye